Welcome to the Claim Your Space podcast. I am your host, Belinda Aramity, and I share my experiences as a multi-six-figure business owner and coach so that you too can learn how to build a business in alignment with how you want to live your life. If you're tired of hustle culture and ready to start saying yes to dreaming big and achieving even bigger, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the podcast. You know, what's interesting is before I hop into the topic of today's podcast, which is trends that I'm noticing in business today, and the areas that you should be focusing in on, I haven't figured out what the title is going to be yet. So forgive me if it's a title that's completely different. The topic will remain the same. But this episode, I tried to record it about a week ago. And for whatever reason, for two days straight, it just was not coming together. I couldn't piece together. The words weren't coming together. And there's this adage that they say, and you will have heard it, it says done is better than perfect. And for me, it wasn't that I was trying to be perfect, but done wasn't going to be good enough. I have a certain level in which I like to do things and certain quality of content and how it is that I show up and the information that I share when I show up to record my podcast. So after probably the fifth or sixth time recording 10, sometimes even 15 minute bites of the podcast and it not coming through, I just threw my hat up and said, you know what, it's just not happening this week. And I emailed my podcast manager and I let her know, hey, next week's episode, it may come out late or we may miss the upload altogether because it's just not coming together the way that I need it to. I'm so glad that I did that because it gave me space between myself and my episode. And while it's really important for me to get my episodes out on time and that I don't create a bumper stock of things with my podcast manager and her business, it all comes down to this. At the end of the day, I became an entrepreneur because I wanted the freedom to make decisions that worked for me. And sometimes I see it the way that I operate within the business and I see it with so many of my clients and people that I work with and so many of my entrepreneur friends that we often forget that and we start treating our business as if we are an employee of said business. And so I just sent her an email. I said, hey, you know, the podcast's not coming together the way that I'd like. I'm going to try my best to get it to you within the next few days. If not, and the episode has to go out late next week or not at all, that's totally fine with me because what is more important than quote unquote being on time when it comes to a podcast episode upload or just getting content out into the ether, it's the quality. Quality really matters to me. And so, you know, for me, I don't think that done is better than perfect. I think done well is better than perfect. It's okay if it's not perfect, but so long as it's done well and there are a few hiccups, then that is okay. Anyways, rant over. Let's talk about what I want to talk about in today's episode, which is trends that I'm noticing in business today. As everyone will have been talking about, and I've been talking about this for well over a year now, because for those of you who are unfamiliar, I have two, you know, kind of segments, main segments that I service in my business. I service seven and eight figure business owners as more of like a management consulting type of work, as well as the coaching that I do for six figure entrepreneurs and those who are just knocking on the door of six figures. So that the coaching in that capacity and my clients and particularly one that is in the people management business, they are a company that takes on the outsourced HR work for their clients. The owner of that company, he sat me down one day and he said, Belinda, something is happening within the market. He's like, things are definitely softening. And this was back in 2021, moving into 2022. So once I heard that and I started paying more attention to what was happening in the marketplace, I started talking to people and sharing it on social media. I'm hopefully going to be able to find that LinkedIn post that, hey, the market is softening. Things are changing. You should be prepared. So now that everyone is talking about it a little bit more, I want to talk about it with you a little bit more. 
because I have a lot of experience with it. My background is in sales. I sold during the last financial, you know, meltdown. And I actually sold to banks and credit unions. So the one industry that got hit the worst, that is where I really learned how to be a really, really effective salesperson. So I want to share not just sales tips today. I want to share tips from a business perspective and how you can strengthen yourself and how you can strengthen your business so that you can just ride this wave. Because no matter what anyone is telling you, there's so much opportunity. Because even if there's an economic slowdown, that doesn't mean that the economy is stopping. People will still need things. They will still buy from people. And if you strategically align yourself with the needs of the marketplace and you do the five things I'm going to talk about in today's episode, you are going to be just fine. So come on, sweetie, sit down, grab a notebook, maybe a quick drink. I don't know how long this episode's going to be. I'm hoping not too long. And let's get into it. If an alarm goes off while I'm recording, I am so sorry. But it's my reminder that, hey, the kids are going home. So I'm trying to get this out before they come through the door. So number one, It's time to become the go-to for the entire process. So people will be looking for people who can help simplify their business operations, having to splinter off parts of what's needed. So for instance, if we can think of marketing, they might go to one person for their logo and they might go to another person for their branding and they might go to another person for their social media content. They're going to be looking for people who can handle the entire process because what you have to realize is in an economic downturn, people are trying to do more with less. Instead of having 10 people on their team, they're going to cut it back down to seven. And so those seven people have a lot more to do. And the last thing they want to be doing is managing a whole bunch of different vendors. If they can have one vendor who they trust, who understands their business, who can handle more of the business for them all the better for them. That is how they're able to do better in business. And it's how you're going to be able to be more profitable too. So I want you to sit down and I want you to think of what is it that my clients are needing? Like in general, like soup to nuts for the entire business, even the things that you know that you can't help them with, but just list down with all of your clients, what are some things that they need in their business? And then see if there is anything like a missed opportunity that you haven't offered them that you can start offering them, right? And so I think that's a really, really smart thing to do. And it coincides really well with a recent episode that I recorded all around lifetime customer value being the true way to scaling the business into and beyond six figures. So it's time to be the go-to person for the entire process. That's tip number one for surviving this crazy economic you know, situation that we're in the middle of and that we are going to be in for at least the next six to 12 months, okay? Number two, it's your job to show me that you know me, okay? So when I'm talking about show me what you know me, this is not a new concept, but I'm going even deeper with it. And it's show me that you know me. Okay, not my industry, not people like me. Show me that you know me. That is what your prospect is looking for. Okay, so when you're doing outreach, you're sending you know, an email or you're sending a direct message, spoiler alert, you're going to need to know how to reach out to people in the DMs. That's going to be something that's really, really important. And when I say DMs, I mean direct messages, I mean emails, and for some of you, even how to direct cold call dial for dollars, okay? You need to know how to have a sales conversation that shows the person on the other side that you've done your work and that you understand them, okay? Show them that you've done your research and show them that you understand what makes them tick and what they're worried about and that you are really an expert in not just what it is that you know, but also taking the time to understand them. Now, if you can't do research because, you know, sometimes there always isn't enough information for you to do so, or it's an inbound lead and they didn't give you enough information in order for you to go and research them. Side note, when people are filling out inbound leads, ask them to 
give you like their website or at least, you know, social media links, something that allows you before you hop on a call with them to get to know who they are so that you can show me that you know me, right? But if you can't do any research, then make sure that when you are on a call or you're in a conversation with them, that you're taking the time to ask really pointed questions that help you understand who they are, not just as a business, but who they are from a personality perspective as well. Again, show me that you know me, not just my industry, but me as a person, okay? Details matter and details are the thing that are going to help you really stand out in this interesting time of being in business. So tip number two, show me that you know me by doing your research into the people that you're having conversations with. Number three, now is the time to have deep and deepen your knowledge, okay? So in my realm and in one of the things that I sell, I mean, I'm a business coach. I'm working with people who specifically want to understand how to do business better. But that's not the only way that you need to optimize in business. What I'm noticing in the landscape is that people are really focused on how to run a business, great, And they're focused on how to be a content creator, essentially, in order to advertise the business, which is fine. It's a version of sales and marketing. But I don't see a lot of people taking the time to really deepen their knowledge in their, you know, sphere of influence, their expertise. And I think now is the time for you to do that. Go to places like Skillshare or Coursera in order to figure out, is there an element of education that you can learn to either layer on top of what it is that you know now? So it's like, it's just that much richer. So for example, I have signed up for Coursera and I'm taking a class in behavioral psychology, I think it is. I'm trying to remember the exact name of it. But essentially, I'm trying to understand consumer behavior and the psychology that drives people to do the things that they do. I'm an expert in sales. And while I understand sales psychology because of my own like tactical experience, I would love to learn the educational information behind it. So in addition to the books that I'm taking out from the library, go to your local library, support your local library. It's really important. But in addition to the the textbooks that I'm taking out from the library, I'm taking a course as well that I can take at my own pace in order to layer it on top of the tactical experience that I already have. There isn't a lot of sales training that I could take right now that is going to be really, really beneficial to me because I've already done all of that work in the first, you know, real like 15 years of my career, but I can refresh in my knowledge in the different sales methodologies. And then I can add something in the realm specifically of psychology in order to deepen my knowledge and really be that amazing resource for my clients today and into the future. I just think right now is the time to really embrace deepening your knowledge, not just on how to build your business, very important, but also deepen your knowledge so that you are without a doubt in both your mind and your client's minds that you are the foremost expert that they can hire. Number four, expand into the corporate space or the higher end space. So you want to follow the money. And guess what? The money isn't going to be in the masses. What's going to happen is you're going to find that people who are, I would say, probably the top 20% of those within the marketplace, their spending behaviors aren't necessarily going to change. They're not going to spend less money per se, but they are going to be a little more careful about where it is that they spend their money. Whereas if you are dealing with companies that have smaller budgets or you have individuals that have smaller budgets, they're going to cut certain things. And working with service providers are typically the quickest cuts and quickest and easiest cuts that they can make. 
So if you're going to follow the money, try and figure out how can I make my offers and my services more high end? How can I go and find spaces and places where these higher end, higher net worth individuals are hanging out and looking for service providers and start building relationships in those spaces? Okay, but that doesn't mean you want to, you know, ignore people and organizations that aren't in the top 20%. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is shifting a little bit of your energy, effort and your attention. So figuring out and how to productize your knowledge, create something that is evergreen and so you can set it and forget it so that when you're out there in the world, focusing your efforts on the higher end clients, people can still find something from you. And if they aren't there yet and they can't afford to work with you at your set monthly, quarterly, yearly prices, they can still find something that is going to help them on their journey to being able to afford to work with you, okay? So don't forget them. It's just, I think that you have to be really strategic with your time. You might end up having to do more with less. You may not be able to have as many employees as you have had in the past. So it's just something to think about. Expand into the corporate and the higher end spaces, follow the money and start creating more evergreen offers for people who are what we would say in the masses. And number five, relationship-driven business growth, okay? So I've been hearing a lot of people on social media talk about how the algorithm isn't working the way that it used to. And like, this is nothing new. But when you see larger creators talking about how the algorithm isn't working the way that it used to and just engagement is down and then you notice that their behavior is changing as well, you know that something is really going on and I don't think it's just the algorithm. I think it's just the way that people are spending is a little more close to the chest. And so you have to figure out how to drive your business in more of a relationship-driven way. So you need to become the trusted source in a closer sense. So I will give you an example. There's a client who I'm about to start working with and she came by way of referral. And the reason why she trusts me is because the person who referred me to her is someone that she really trusted, she's worked with. And that really resonated with me because it's not the first time that I've gotten a referral, but it's the third time in so many months where a referral has come my way and the reason why they trust me and they want to move forward with me and really is just trying to understand the details of exactly how we're going to work together one-on-one together. Like those are the things that we are deciding. It's not necessarily her trying to be convinced that I'm someone who can help. Okay. And so I think that when people are making their business decisions now, they really want to get that feeling, right? That feeling like I've had these conversations with this person. They've shown me that they know me. It's very clear that they have a very deep knowledge and understanding of their area of expertise. See how I'm pulling in some of the other things from earlier into the conversation here. But you can't really show people how deep your knowledge is and how that is beneficial to them, their business or their circumstance if you're not having that those one-on-one conversations. And those are really, really important. So you really need to learn how to have one-on-one relationships how to start those one-on-one conversations, how to network. Side note, if you look to episode 38 of my podcast, Are You Networking Enough? In there, in that episode, I have three tips for networking that can be really helpful. But you're going to see that business over the next six to 12 months, hopefully that's only how long the economic downturn will be, But over the next six to 12 months, you're going to need to know how to build your business in a relationship-focused way, all right? So 
I feel like I spoke really, really fast because I wanted to make sure that I got this podcast done in enough time before my lovely kids come home for the day. But first, the first thing that you're going to need to do if you're going to shore up and protect yourself in a recessionary sales environment, it's time to be the go-to person for the entire process. Take a look at what your clients need in their businesses and figure out what is it that I can add to my service offerings to either strengthen it so they don't want to cut me and I'm someone who's very, very valuable or something that you can add so you can end up making more with each individual client because it's going to be harder and harder to get a new client. It's just, it's always been that way and it will only get a little more difficult as time goes on. Number two, show me that you know me. Take the time to do research into the people that you're having conversations with as much as possible and without being creepy because they want to see that you don't just understand my industry. You don't just understand people who are like me. You've taken the time to understand me, how I tick and what's important to me. That's going to be really, really important for winning against the competition. Number three, you need deep knowledge. Now's the time to not only invest in how to operate your business really well. It's really important to make sure that from an operator standpoint, you are truly a thought leader and you're going out and deepening your knowledge in your area of expertise. Number four, expand into the corporate slash high-end clientele space. And number five, this is the time for relationship-driven business growth. Figure out how to have those one-on-one conversations, network more, have more coffee chats. Just make sure that you are just having opportunities to really connect with people one-on-one. You will be so glad that you did. Anyways, pretty soon I'm going to hear the kids roll in and say, hi, mom. So as always, I really, truly hope that you enjoyed this episode and you found something useful or helpful to you in some way. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.